What's up, recovery fans? I'm your host, Rodney, and you're listening to Vicious Cycle Recovery. Hey, everybody. Welcome to a new episode of Vicious Cycle Recovery Club. Today, we're going to focus on weight loss. This might sound odd on a podcast about recovery and hope and strength and mental health issues. It's not. And I believe listeners are educated enough to figure this connection out. The first thing that comes to mind when I take talk about weight loss is losing that chip on our shoulder, losing that weight, losing the weight of addiction, losing the weight of financial stress, of romantic stress, losing the weight of those bedevilments, let's call it. That's what we'll focus on today. So, to start off with, uh, just an update, previous episode, having an issue with a family member, um, this person appeared, and going through that uh, guilt, shame, remorse stage, where the phrase, I'll never do that again, gets used a lot, and focusing on how bad it was, and what am I going to do, and... I need money, I have, everyone hates me, that, I'm sure that a few of us can relate to that, I know I can, so yes, update, this person has been located, and is, uh, sort of safe, let's put it that way, sort of safe, the addiction, that strength, that obsession, it's, it's still there, the craving will still be there, it's, the substance used, the cravings, they're going to stay for a while because it's still going to be in in the system. So there, there's that weight, that weight of cravings sitting upon her. For me, uh, it puts that weight of, I should be there. How come I'm, I'm not there helping? I know I can do more to assist if I'm there. I can't believe... So that weight is something that I can have control over. Uh, I can decide to stay uh, feeling guilt, uh, feeling shame for not being there. Or flip side, I can break that cycle of thinking and appreciate that I am present today. That I am and have reached out to friends in that community. That's taken some weight off my shoulders. They've reached out to her. They've assisted her with small items. And that's a real bonus with this recovery community, or recovery posse, if you want to call it. We're here to help. It may not look like that sometimes, but it is. On shifting to the next way of looking at it, let's look at it this way. That that heavy weight of addiction, it's tough to explain. If we think about it, perhaps as in a snowstorm, a blizzard, and I have a shovel. That's what I have, a shovel. So I'm going to battle that snowstorm and that blizzard with one shovel. Probably not going to work out. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to wait a little bit till that snowstorm and that blizzard have come down a little bit. Then 
I'm going to step out and do a little bit of action. Maybe I'm going to clear off the stairs. Maybe I'm going to clear off the walkway. Okay, so there's a little weight off my shoulders. I've done something to help set the path the correct way by removing some of the snow. Flip that to addiction or uh, mental health. Having that, having a state of panic or having that state of, I don't know what to do, so I will do more of my substance. I end up just, the blizzard just gets bigger and bigger. So even though I'm thinking I have to stop, I know I have to stop. I know I can't keep doing this, but I'm going to win. I'm going to battle this till the end. I was shown it's probably best to surrender to win. Yes, that sounds ridiculous. Utterly ridiculous. It's not. I know that I had a gentleman in my life share with me uh, something that had been told to him. So this is passing this down. Are you willing to go in the ring and fight Mike Tyson? Let's look at that, Mike Tyson in his prime. Are you willing to go in there and battle against Mike Tyson? Are you? Well, uh, absolutely. I'll take him on. I don't care. I don't give a shit. I'll take that guy on. Right. That's pretty much what we're doing when we're trying to fight addiction or battle alcoholism or battle that mental health issue. We're not going to win. I know I didn't win. I know that drugs knocked me out. They took me down quick. You know, and I kept, well, maybe you don't know, so I'm going to stop saying that. I kept fighting it, though. Next time it's going to be different. I've got this. I'm never going to do this again. Um, Nope. Uh, I did a year. I did a full year on uh, out of spite. Just because someone said to me, to be honest, it was my son's mom. She said to me, there's no way you can go even a year without doing that stuff. And challenge accepted. I had a calendar and I would mark off the days with an X. And each day that resentment would build in me, that spite of, you think I can't do this? I'll freaking do this. And, you know, I, I got through that year and... The celebration at the end of that year wasn't big. It wasn't grand. There wasn't big disco balls and, you know, streamers and banners, which is odd because if people knew who I was, those things would be happening, is what my mind told me. No, it was a slow burn. I had done that year. I had that resentment. I had that spite. I wasn't doing anything healthy. You know, I wasn't attending any fellowships or, or going to see any professionals. I just had stopped. One day I thought to myself, you know what, call one of my buddies. You know, he says that he's not doing this stuff anymore. And let's get together and just build a fire or something like that. You know, and it sounds, well, you don't know, sorry. It sounds innocent enough. And that's what I thought. I'm thinking I'm just, we're going to go have a fire campground. Well, not even a campground. It was a place I was working at. We'll get into that later. But anyways, that, uh, that getting together ended up in three days um, on the cocaine train, the, the the crack express, if you want to call it. Yeah. So I gained a lot of weight, a lot of guilt, a lot of shame, a lot of remorse. And so in that cycle, I felt like shit because I had done that stuff. So then I did more so I wouldn't feel like shit. 
but then that made me feel like shit. So I did it again. And that whole vicious cycle just gains and gains and gains that weight. And I'm not so much saying like a physical weight. It's more of a, a mental, a spiritual kind of, just a weight, uh, a soul, like a heavy soul. <clears throat> so I, I did, you know, break that cycle. I did come out of that. It happened again many times as that experience was years before uh, I was done. So weight loss. Yes, I've lost that weight of addiction. I've lost that weight of hopelessness. I carry around weight with me now. Uh, <laughs> physically, I do have some weight, uh, which is positive. Uh, I'm understanding that just like with the addiction, the process of changing our thinking and acting, I know I can go to the gym. I know that action will deal with physical weight loss and it'll probably mentally, spiritually, it'll pick me up a little bit. I'm not doing the actions though. So there won't be any results. So I'm just going to carry the weight around until it gets, as people say, how bad does the pain have to get? Well, apparently it has to get a little better. Apparently I have to loosen my belt one more notch before the pain is bad enough. Uh, I don't know. That's my thoughts on that. For today, weight loss. What about the weight loss of relationships? Some relationship weight loss is a benefit. Some relationship weight loss is very painful. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a relationship expert. Showing up uh, in a recovery, maybe a treatment center or recovery program of some sort. And let's say you have a partner. Let's say you have a girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever, uh, or a wife, husband, however you uh, go about. It doesn't matter. And the suggestion is, you know, Maybe it's best if uh, you get rid of that weight. You know, you won't recover unless you get rid of that. I have no clue. That may or may not be the case. I just know I'm not a big fan of suggesting how you lose weight. If you come to me and say, hey, this relationship, I don't know. Maybe I should get rid of it. I've heard, you know, no relationships in the first year. And I have no clue if that works or not. I just know I don't tell people how to live that part. It's none of my business. If you would like to go through the process that I went through to get recovered from that hopeless state, we can go through that. Uh, the relationship counseling, I'd leave that to a professional, perhaps. There are some things that I have noted. There's some things that I've uh, experienced, both myself and, and seen in other friends and family. A lot of times... If both individuals are harmfully involved or identify as addicts or alcoholics, it can be very difficult to maintain that relationship. There's a lot of other factors that can come into that. There's, oh, what do they call that? Codependency, which again, I'm not a pro. Maybe that's there. Maybe it's not. The main thing though is, are those people both willing to do the actions to change their thinking and acting? If they are, fantastic. 
You want to break up? Fantastic. You want to stay together? Have at her. Whatever's going to work for you to make your life uh, better than it was. Whatever's going to improve your chances, I support. If someone in your life is really harmfully involved and isn't done, and you would like to take the drastic or the necessary steps, follow a few rules and get into that recovery life yourself, I would suggest doing that to the best of your ability. The the phrase I would think comes to mind is job or no job, kids or no kids, wife or girlfriend or none. We have to get recovered from that hopeless state for us or we will be of no use to anyone else. Even when it comes to passing along the message, it's really difficult if we aren't uh, living that that way ourselves. Whether the other person, place, or thing does not follow the same path, trail, lifestyle as we do, it's none of my business. That's totally up to them. Make your days count. Let's make our own days count. We'll be that... uh, that example, be that living example to the others that may still be involved, especially family members. There's That's a tough one. I really want to stick with that weight of being responsible and, and helping them and getting them and, and look what I did. You should do it too. It's hard to, hard to do that. So I just live differently. Uh, reach out, make some suggestions, listen to them vent, And hopefully they lose a bit of weight that way. Find something out there that will recharge your soul. Find a purpose for your life. I'm pretty sure that neither yours or my purpose was to be uh, abusing substances. I'm pretty sure we weren't put on earth to have that as our goal to be a professional for me I would like to be the professional crack smoker I want to be the best at smoking crack and doing cocaine that's the goal no I don't remember ever saying that or that being a goal I remember doing things so that I could escape uh, dealing with life and a lot of those things were really harmful and I gained a lot of weight. It's been, geez, almost nine years now that I got out from under. Since that vicious cycle of recovery turned into a way better lifestyle. I'm not stuck in that cycle anymore. I'm not completely hopeless anymore. Every single day of my life is in no way perfect. I have good days. I have bad days. I have days where I pick up a bit of weight that's maybe not even mine. Maybe it's someone else's problems and I put them on my shoulders thinking I can help. doesn't really work out that way in the long run. I can suggest ways. I can listen to people vent. I'm willing to have people share their stories about strength and hope and experience. And in that way, maybe... One person's day gets better. Maybe someone out there hears there's a way out. 
picks up a little bit of hope themselves and puts on some healthy hope weight, loses a bit of that heavy soul, and their soul lightens, comes into equilibrium. Staying at that point is difficult. So keep doing the right actions, and the right actions will occur. That's what I've learned. For today, I've lost weight. I hope for you the same. Lose some weight. Get rid of that guilt, shame, and remorse. Pick up some light tools in recovery. Put on a different outfit, if you will. Otherwise, you may not ever lose that weight. On a positive note, don't count the days, make the days count. Today's podcast is brought to you by Faces for Radio. It's my grandfather's tip to me. He said I had a fantastic, great face for radio. So thanks, Grandpa Stan. All right, folks. Thank you again for tuning in, and we'll see you on the next side.